welcome back to the She Illuminates the World podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Resnick, and today I am chatting about igniting your inner power with my dear friend, Fatima Freeman. Fatima and I met through 305 Fitness, so we have both been teaching dance cardio and are super, super passionate about reclaiming physical activity from the patriarchy and loving yourself unconditionally. So Fatima, I would love for you to get us started by sharing more of your story and how you arrived at where you are today. Oh, thank you so much, Jocelyn. I really want to thank you so much for taking the time to have me on here. Um, yes, we met the 305, um, and it's been amazing. Like, I didn't think I was going to meet such an amazing person. I, I met amazing people, but Jocelyn, like, I didn't think I was going to meet someone as amazing as me. So <laughs> 305 really brought an amazing person in my life, and I'm so happy for that. Um, but yeah, yes, um, okay, I guess we'll just get into my story. Like you said, my name is Fatima. Um, I currently am a 305 fitness instructor. I also have an activewear line called I Is Strong that I just started this year. And I also just became a certified personal trainer. So I have a lot of things going on. I also am a mother of five. So um, three are biologically mine and I have two bonus children. Um, and I am married. I currently live in Pennsylvania. Um, I am originally from California. So I like to say I'm a Cali girl seasoned with Philly. So that's like how I like to say it. Um, but I've been here now for seven years, and I I came from California to uh, Philadelphia um, seven years ago, and I left California because I was leaving a very toxic and abusive relationship, and I had made the decision seven years ago, like, this is enough. No more. I can't do it anymore. I have to be a better example to my children, and there was always this thing inside of me that always said there's more Hmm. there's so much more like it was always something even through that relationship even though I had to feel like shit basically in our relationship just about myself um but there was always something inside of me that says that was saying there's more you just have to fight there's more and then I would look at my children and I would say Am I being the best mom possible just because I want to keep up the image of like a happy home, like, you know, the mom and dad with a white picket fence. And I realized like, that's bullshit. I don't have to keep, oh, I'm sorry. Can I, oh, I'm sorry. Can I curse? No. Oh my God. No, I am totally in agreement. That is fucking bullshit. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> but that had a lot to do with keeping me in that toxic relationship because it was this ideology that I have to keep the image of the perfect family and the white picket fence because on the outside it looked great like we looked great but on the inside it was shitty it was like a really dark and bad place to be in and I had to say like this is not being a good mother just because I have a home of my children's father in my life and we have nice things this is not where it's at. This is bullshit. I'm not happy inside. And I had to realize like all the images that I was trying to keep up for other people, they weren't living my life. They weren't, they weren't there wiping my tears. They weren't there to pick me up off of the ground after I just 
experience something. And I'm and I had to say, I'm trying to keep an image for those people. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. So I said, I'm gonna pick up my things. And I just decided one day, I literally said, I took everything I had, all the money I had, because at the time I actually had lost my job. So all the money I had, I said, I'm buying one-way tickets to Philadelphia and I'm out of here. And I literally booked a ticket. I, no one really knew. I just called and said, yeah, I'm leaving. And they thought it was a joke. They're like, oh, sure, you're going on vacation. Yeah, you just need a break. Sure, you'll be back. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that I had made it in my mind, like, oh, if I buy this ticket, there's no coming back. Mm-hmm. No coming back. So I did it and I packed up my three kids and one bag. I didn't take my car. I didn't take, I left like a lot of, a lot of shit behind because I was like, it's all bullshit and I'm not going to need it. I'll just start over. Mm-hmm. And I arrived in Philadelphia a few days after my birthday in October of 2014. And I came to a place that I didn't know anything about. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. I had a younger sister that was this way, but like she was living her life. Of course, she didn't have any kids and I'm not expecting her to, you know, stop her life. But she was there when I needed her. That's what I'm going to say. She was there when I needed her. But when it came down to like really totally changing my life and moving to a whole new place that I knew nothing about. And I had bought a one-way ticket and there was no turning back. I didn't have a job and I had three kids. And it's like, you have to figure it out. And it wasn't, it, those times in the beginning, it wasn't easy because a lot of times it was easier for me to say, I could just go back. Mm-hmm. So it was like me saying, like, sometimes it was me wanting to revert back to the toxic ways because it was more familiar and it was just easier because I knew what to expect, if that makes sense. Okay. So I just wanted to go, I just wanted to go back into that toxic behavior because I'm like, I know what to expect. At least I had this and, and, you know, and I still like in the beginning, I still feel like shit. So I could go back and still feel like shit if nothing's happening. But I continued to look at my children and I said about my daughters and my sons, like, I don't want to let them grow up and think that this is okay. And then they, they grow up with trauma that I exposed them to. You understand? Because I felt like as a mother, that's my responsibility to try to protect them, not just from other people in the world, but also from my bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I and I had to come to terms with that and take accountability and really just like push myself and just keep going. Even on the days I wanted to quit, even on the days I cried, I had anxiety attacks. Um, I had days where I just thought like, what, what is my purpose? But I kept fighting and I kept reminding myself that there's, there has to be more, there has to be more, there has to be a reason, um, there has to be, this is happening to me because I need to realize something or there's a greater purpose in it, like the pain has to be for a purpose, it can't just be I'm going through all of this for no reason and then I found fitness and fitness is actually what started to help me heal and I wasn't doing it for so much the aesthetic look it was for me to never feel weak again that's what I use fitness for it wasn't for how I wanted my body to look it wasn't about oh I'm gonna uh I had a breakup let me get my sexy back it was more so I never want to feel weak again 
so I need to go and work out whatever that was. And initially I swam. I just, I would go in the gym and swim for hours till my body just couldn't take it anymore. But it was also my therapy to work out any anger, any frustration, any anxiety that I felt. And as I began to work out more and more, I realized like, you are strong. You aren't this weak person that can be preyed on. And that's what fitness helped me to realize throughout my journey. And therapy, like a lot of times we don't want to go to therapy because, you know, there's a stigma behind it or there's shame. That's bullshit, okay? It's okay to go and talk to someone to help you navigate. Because even though we're adults, we go through things. And sometimes we don't have all the tools that we need to navigate certain situations. And that's what I came to terms with. So therapy, doing inner work and taking accountability for my decisions, my actions really helped me on my journey. It's just not so much focusing on what that person did, why they did it to me. Even though I'm not excusing the behavior because if anyone that's abusing you is never okay. Mm-hmm. And it's never your fault. And really throughout my journey, I just want women to know whatever situation you are in, you can always, always pull yourself up because you have the power within inside of you. You just have to unlock it. Mm-hmm. And you always have, and you live your life on your terms. I want women, I want to encourage women to live your life on your terms. Don't feed into the bullshit of what the media says or what fantasy that you have to be married by a certain time or you should be by here by this time it's all bullshit and it will keep you down it will keep you so down and you'll be down on yourself 24 7 because you're always going to feel like you're behind you're not keeping up with this person that person and once you realize that that's all a mind it just like keeps you trapped in your mind that you're never good enough and you always are so no matter your situation no matter where you're coming from if it's an abusive relationship if you're recovering from some type of trauma or anything in your life where you feel like this is my lowest point, you can really build yourself back up. You just have to do the work. And you meet amazing people. Like as you're beginning to heal. Oh my, and as you, oh my gosh. As you start to heal and you go through this journey, you actually do the work. And I'm listen, the work is never easy. I know you know that, Dawson. The work is never easy. There are times I don't even want to do the work. <laughs> Okay, it's still so I still have a lot, and there's days like you really have to do the work because this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt so bad. A little at a time. <laughs> a little at a time. But when you do the work, you really meet amazing people along the journey that are there to help you and encourage you and like recognize that yes, you're you are doing it, and that's that's how I feel about meeting you, Dawson. Like in the three hundred five world, I feel like I've met an amazing person that. I just connect with that I can be myself with and we share a story and like even you you inspire me because I'm like she's saying all the things that I want to say <laughs> that are in your head but you don't have permission to say yet <laughs> yes yes and so I was just like yes I have to listen more I, and like when you asked me to come on I was like absolutely because I just feel so comfortable like sharing my story with you and what you're doing to empower women and just give women permission to just be yourself 
You don't have to feed into the patriarch bullshit, okay? And then you help, you break it down and you say all the things that I want to say. And you're going to say them with me. This is why we're here. So we can say them together and then be even louder. (laughs) Yes, and I think it's so important for women to know that sometimes women, we we get the wrong idea that we're not there to support each other, Mm. but we are. We really are. And we just have to, you know, look, look out, reach out, and then do the work. And when we do the work, you meet amazing, and you'll find that there's amazing women that will be there to support you on the journey. But you do have to do the work. It's never easy. But doing the work is so worth it. And now I can say I'm at a, a better place now. My children have stability. I'm a homeowner. I have, a, I'm on a really good path compared to where I was seven years ago. And I, and I think back to if I would have stayed, would I, be, would I even be alive? You know, like, would I be, would I be alive? But to come this far, it's like that voice inside of me was right the whole time. It always is. It, yeah. There's, there's yeah. so many things that you said that I feel I want to highlight. I mean, because there is so much goodness. And it's funny because you said, I'm saying all the things that you want to say. Well, you just said all the things and now I want to repeat them because it needs to be said even louder because I know anyone who's listening, like this is really, really important of like that voice inside of you that says there's more, like that is your intuition. That is your wisdom. Listen to it. Like that, you don't need to listen to me. You don't need to listen to Fatima. You don't need to listen to your teacher, your boss or whatever. But that voice inside of you that is telling you there is something else out there. Even if you don't know what it is, listen to that voice because that is going to take you where you need to go. Even if you don't know, it's okay. Like our mind will make up all these stories, but like you keep going and you keep showing up. And I mean, I am at a point in my, my journey where I don't know what the fuck is happening. I, yes. I, I was hanging out with some friends yesterday or over the weekend. And I was like, I'm really stressed out. And I don't know why <laughs> something is going on. And and I have a lot going on in my life. But like I just didn't even, it wasn't even, it wasn't even in my logical mind, but I was feeling really stressed out because there's this inner knowing that I'm on the brink of something massive, but I don't have like data points about what that is or what's going to happen. And, um, my mentor, Valerie, she always says the rational mind has zero data points about the future. And mm-hmm. I think this is so relevant right now because like, your rational mind has no idea. It's just going off of stories from the past. And our stories from the past are just manipulated and toxified by patriarchy and ancestral trauma and collective trauma and like all this other stuff that like, it's not reliable anymore. Like our thoughts are actually not really reliable. And that's why we want to go back into the body and really tune into that inner wisdom and sensation and mm-hmm, we've this before, but the power is inside of you. And yes. I recently had this like aha moment where, I, you know, every so often it's like, I've been saying this forever. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, it, it's, you could be broken down to pieces and you left a toxic relationship. I left a toxic job. 
where I was exhausted and burnt out and I was being manipulated and I was numbing out with food and like all, all of the things. And Mm -hmm. I realized that the universe could have taken everything away from me and the power source was always inside of me. And so I had the power to recreate a life that I desired. And it was just so brilliant. And I think when women wake up to the fact that we have been ripped apart and destroyed and told that we're not good enough and we're not worthy and we're not worthy of money and we need to look a certain way. When we realize that we actually have the power and it's internal, all of that goes to shit. And that is the dismantling of the patriarchy. So when we get in touch with our wisdom and Fatima, as you were saying, those like inner nudges and that truth of there's more, all of the other stuff that is designed to keep us small, it no longer has power. And that's the thing. That is a great point. It no longer has power. As soon as you unlock it and you really tap in, all of that, all of that shit is like, it's nonsense. It no longer has any value. It's no longer valid. And you are correct. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the other, the other piece I really, I want to talk to you about while you're here is the fitness um, yes. and just reclaiming fitness because for me, fitness destroyed me and fitness was also like my healing tool. Like it was both of those things. It came, like when mm-hmm. I was struggling with my eating disorder, I was abusing it to make myself smaller Um, And then through my own recovery journey and going to therapy, working with coaches and healers, um, being able to go back into the fitness space and find this like healing medicine and the ability to use fitness to actually move trauma through my body and to reclaim my strength and to teach and to inspire others through fitness and movement. So I would love, love, love to just talk more about this because I think this is so important and you're in the fitness space. So let's definitely like, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Where do you want to start? (laughs) Because I'm in the fitness industry. Like, where do you want to start with this? Okay. Um, I'll start. Okay. Can I, well, I'll start start where you want to start. You trust that. I'll start with the, okay. We're going to start with the eating thing. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as what they want to call a diet. I don't use that word. I don't like it. It's just bullshit. Okay. The word That's die it. isn't it. It's like if you have the word D-I-E die, like it's right. Reliable. Like it's not reliable. Go away. I don't want to see you and I don't use that use that word. Because it's used that word is like it associates it's like a diet that punished me. Why would I want to punish myself? I mean, that's what I associate diet with. Like when someone says, oh, I'm going on a diet. No one's ever happy to be like, I'm go- when they say, oh, I'm going on a diet. It's right? not very empowering. No, it's not empowering. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like crap. Like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and punish myself now. You know, here we go. Right. Or I don't want to feel guilty about if I want to eat something that I enjoy. I just want to be able to eat it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's not about going on a diet. For me, it's about making healthy choices or making, that's what I call it. I don't say a better choice. I just say a healthier choice. And whatever that healthier choice is for you, just because I may eat something and, and say that's healthy, that doesn't mean that that applies to you mm-hmm. because we're different people. 
And that's what people have to understand is there's not a one size fits all. There's no such thing. So whatever I may be eating for my body may not be good for your body. It may not be good for the next person's body, right? Just because it's working out great for me doesn't mean it works great for other people. And people need to understand that and stop judging people on, oh, you need to go on a diet. I really hate that word. I swear. <laughs> and I, I don't like to say I hate things, but that word, even though I'm in the fitness industry, and yes, I make healthy choices, but I'm a real person. Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and lie like, oh, I don't eat this. And I, I eat what I eat what I want to eat. Okay. And I just do it in moderation. And I enjoy my food. I'm not worried about, oh, this is going to give me this many calories or I have to take out this much carbs. Listen, I'm a five. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a person. That's not going to make me want to eat. <laughs> That's, I actually want to just interject for a second. I was doing a, a fitness class yesterday. It wasn't 305. Mm-hmm. It was something else. And um, the class, and it was like a pride ride. And the class ended. Okay. And the first thing I heard was like, I burned 500 calories in this class. And I was like, way to kill the fucking vibe to like, like to start looking at metrics and calories and like, like, yes. that's not what this is about. This was about empowerment and like honoring yourself. <laughs> yes. And that's what fitness is. It's really about empowering and, you know, just really loving yourself. Right. Because for me, fitness is not about, I want women to understand you need to do what makes you feel good. Whatever makes you smile, do that shit. And if, and that's what I love about 305 Fitness. It really embraces the idea of come as you are, do what you want, how you want. It's your world. Just have a good time. And that's what I think when I work out or if I'm working out with someone else or teaching 305, I just simply want you to have a good time. I don't want you to worry about if you're doing something correct. I don't want you to feel like, oh, well, I don't look like her. Or I'm not good at her. That's, that's going to discourage you from coming back. And in the fitness world, we don't want to discourage people. We want people to enjoy it, embrace their bodies. You know, everybody, our bodies are different. And what our bodies need at each stages in our lives is different. Mm-hmm. And we have to recognize that and even if we're not where someone is, so what? We're exactly where we need to be and we should celebrate that because our body shows up for us in so many different ways other than going to work out or being able to run a mile. Okay, great. You ran a mile, wonderful. But our bodies show up in other ways on a daily basis that just keep us going. Mm-hmm. And we should we should honor that and appreciate our body and what our bodies naturally want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our bodies right. are designed to move. So right. like movement is designed to feel good. So movement should feel good. If movement mm-hmm. doesn't feel good, we have to look at what else is going on and what is right. the relationship with the movement. And I'm in a place right now where I go to the gym, I don't look at the metrics and like the only numbers I see are angel numbers now when I go to the gym, which is like one, 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 two, two, two. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not a yeah. <laughs> on the treadmill. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
and that's not where I was 10 years ago. Like, let me tell you, that is not where I was. I got in a fight with my friend about like how many calories the elliptical burned and if it was accurate or not. That's where I was like 10 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. So the fact that right now I, the numbers don't even register, um, then not that there's anything wrong with like looking at metrics to a certain extent, but the way that I was using the numbers was not healthy. So if, if fitness is not energizing you, if you're not feeling good, then there's something that's off and feedback that I've been receiving recently in my classes is tone it down, slow down. And, and this is what I preach, but I like, I actually needed a couple of people to call me out on it because this whole, mm -hmm. all of this programming of like achieve and go harder and no pain, no gain. Like it's so subconscious that it was creeping up in my classes of like, oh, I need to make sure I get the choreo right. And like, I need mm -hmm. to make sure my endurance is there and I can go through the whole class and do every moves. And that's actually not the message that I'm preaching. Something was out of alignment and I was mm -hmm. burning out. And then just a couple different people were like, you don't have to go so hard. Like you can, you can change the moves. You can scale down the class. You can make it shorter. Um, and I realized I'm like, oh yeah, Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why yeah. I came into this. And that's also the importance of um, community and support and like having people to call you out on that. Like that's, yes. that's why we need people. We can't do it alone. Yes. I 100% agree with you. Like we do need people. And I agree with you about if fitness is not making you feel good, something's definitely off. Like just that, because like you said, naturally our body wants to move. And so then you have to really look at what you're doing, right? Even I, I went through that phase two or three or five things. Like when I first got, I was like, I have to know everything. Mm -hmm. I have to be high energy 24 seven. I was practicing two to three hours a day, like, mm -hmm. like killing yeah. myself, trying to like basically be a replica of what I was seeing. Like, oh, I have to do it this way. And I have to use these words. And then after a while, I was like, I'm not going to keep doing this. When I invite people to my class, this is my 305 book. So I'm going to do it my way. Mm -hmm. And and if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. That's where I'm at. That's, all That's where I'm at. Radical concept. People not yeah, liking like, you. People not liking me. <laughs> and, you know, we want everyone to like us. But guess what? I'm like, it's okay. Uh -huh. If you don't like me, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's and, I, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah to get like I like I know someone's done inner work and has been to therapy and when when you can say like you don't like me you don't like my class that's fine uh and that's actually how we are supposed to be like we are not for everyone mm -hmm. and right. I actually had this like inner wisdom come through one day that because I'm like a recovering codependent and it was like nobody is for everybody but we are all for each other and this definitely like came from spirit, <laughs> dropped that one yes. in for me. But I was like, yes, like we are all for each other and that like we all help each other, but you are not mm -hmm. for everyone, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, there's my class will resonate with certain people who are meant to receive my medicine and they might stay with me for one class, for a month, a year, for five years, for 10 years. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because there's something that they might need from me and then maybe they'll move mm -hmm. on and they'll take class with Fatima 
or another instructor, maybe they like, they just needed my one class to get this message that they need to hire a coach or a therapist, or I don't know, um, like get out of a relationship and that's what they needed. And my job is complete and like, it's okay. It's okay to let people go and to let people move on. And maybe they come to class and they hate it. And <laughs> that's fine too. I mean, yeah, but he is meant for dance cardio. Some people don't like dance cardio and like, that's fine. And that's okay. Yeah. And I just want to like, uh, go back to what you said, like they may come for, for one, one class, but you never know. You never know why they came and what message they were supposed to receive. Mm -hmm. And, for, and when you realize that, like you have, it's amazing that you will realize the people that are there are supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. So then when you're teaching their, your class, it's a total different feeling on the inside because who's supposed to be there is there and they're gonna get something. And whether they like it or not, you might help someone discover what they do and don't like. They might be in their journey of just looking for what they do and don't like and they come to your class and they may not like your class and they discover, yeah, I don't like dance cardio. So I'm trying something else. Mm -hmm. Because we never know where people are on their journey when we come across them. Mm -hmm. We just never know. And I think they're doing amazing work. I really, really do. And it's so nice to see another woman just out there, just getting the message out there and letting women know, like, listen, you don't have to, you don't have to keep thinking these ways that try to keep us small. You can, you can play big and you can be big and you can show up for yourself and that's absolutely okay. And you don't have to look a certain way. It's not about being a cookie cutter, like look this way or be this way or be at this point in your life. Right. Yeah. And yeah. also, I just even want to elaborate on that is there is enough room in the universe for all of us to play big, not just me, all of us, not just Fatima, like all of us we need to be playing big right now the world fucking needs feminine wisdom and feminine power um and everybody has the feminine we all have the feminine and the masculine but like our the universe is out of whack we are operating on masculine energy and we need we need the feminine um and we there is enough room for all of us to like own our power and our desire and to have it or something better uh, and mm -hmm. I, like, I just, I want everybody to know that of like, yes, I have the podcast. Okay. But like, you get to do amazing things too. Like, this is not right. about me. This is not about me right. at all. This is a platform for you to receive messages and for you to have permission to take up space. Yeah. And I think that's so important um, that, that people know that you can take up space. There's enough space for all of us, right? And, there, and we, each, we each hold something different within us that the world needs. So there is enough yes. space. For, yeah. We all have something inside of us that is different that the world needs. And we just have to tap into that, that feminine energy and listen to our intuition and just, just keep encouraging women to say, tap in. You can play big. Absolutely. All of us can mm -hmm. because there's enough space. We just have to tap in and just really believe in ourselves, really believe in ourselves, keep encouraging ourselves. Even when there's no one else there to encourage you, 
encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even when no one else shows up for you, show up for yourself. Because each of us are unique and we all have something to offer that is needed. Mm-hmm. And it's like really your fingerprint, you look at your fingerprint, that is unique mm-hmm. to you. Nobody else has that fingerprint. Everything else is ego, celebrity status, this, that, money, home, all that relationship. That's all ego and that's all patriarchy. Take a look at your fingerprint. <laughs> I know you can't see me. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Take a look at your fingerprint. That is unique to you. It is your power. And every single person has something unique that they offer the world. Mm-hmm. And we need you to own that. Yeah, own it and know that it's okay to take up space. Mm-hmm. You have to know it is okay. Take up space. Mm, yes. Whatever makes you happy, I encourage you, do that. And if somebody Just has a problem with it, then like <laughs> it ain't about you. <laughs> and they don't and they don't need to be in your life. It just shows you who should be there and who shouldn't. And like you said, sometimes we don't want to let people go or we don't want to let things go or certain situations go. But in order to become a better us and to really heal and to really be able to fulfill our purpose on this, you know, throughout our journey, we have to let certain people go. We have to let certain situations go. And it may be painful at first, but it has to happen in order for you to really, really continue on your journey of really unlocking all of that power that's within you Mm -hmm. because we only have no one else can unlock it for us Mm -hmm. I can't ask you to unlock it for me I can't ask my kids to unlock it for me you just have to really tap in it and I'm telling you once you realize it it is pretty amazing Mm. and I, I love what you were saying about like through your journey you've just keep meeting more incredible people and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. We start letting go of like these toxic relationships or the people who tell us that we're too much or we're not enough. And like, and as we let go of that, we create space for something new and for something better. And it becomes this yeah. beautiful journey. And as my mentor Valerie says, it's the game of how good can it get? It's no longer how much can I bear? How many tasks? How much can I do? Like how that's all burnout. Um, but we start playing how good can it get? And it's an entire paradigm shift. By you saying that, or you don't know, that that just resonated with me so, oh my God. That just sent chills down my spine. Because that is so, <laughs> so true. Because that's how, that's where I met him. I was just like, okay, well, I'm here now. So really, how good can this actually get? Yeah, and you're playing from the place of desire. You're motivated from desire, not lack. Yes, that is very true. And just motivated by the desire to say, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Realizing that I can do this. I got this. Yeah. And, and, the and then, yeah. I was just going to say the mission is greater than yourself. And you just, you're motivated by the desire. And when your desire is like rooted in truth and justice and intuition, mm-hmm. the universe will always have your back every step of the way. Every step of the way, it will always have your back. And even if you get off track, the universe has a way of like tapping on you like, "Ah, that's not what we're doing. (laughs) 
my god yes <laughs> it's so real yes so I want all women to know keep going do the work you absolutely have permission to take up space you have the power to create whatever changes whatever light you want you have that power no one else amazing well Fatima thank you so much for being here um and I would love for you to just share how people can get in touch with you how they can take your class how they can learn more about you oh yeah absolutely um you can uh, learn more about me by following me on my Instagram which is at Miss Von Watts and that's M like Mary S like Sam V like Victor O N Watts and that's on Instagram. You can also follow me, my activewear line on Instagram at underscore, at Aya Strong underscore, Aya underscore strong. But that's my. I'll put Instagram. it in the show notes. Yeah, that's my, but follow me at Ms. Ron Watts. You can also take my 305 class by going there and clicking the link in my bio. So everything you need is on my Instagram page. If you want to take my class, um, see what silly things I got going on <laughs> or any um affirmations I love to give affirmations on Monday morning so you guys can tune in for that and yeah Woohoo. yay right. and thank you Jocelyn for having me I really appreciate it and I'm so thankful for the universe bringing you across my path at this time in my journey so thank you I appreciate it I had a great time yeah, me too. Me too. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, and we hope to see you on Instagram and in class. Have an yeah. amazing rest of your day.